Shots Made Yesterday podcast, a podcast for tomorrow. I'm Justin, and I'm here to talk about those memories for tomorrow. Hello, everybody. We're back for another episode. And this week... Hey, Justin. What? I can read your mind. You can read my mind? No, you can't. Yes, you can. Well, then what am I thinking? You're thinking about a podcast. I'm thinking about a podcast? How did you know? We are a mentalist. (laughs) Because you're a mentalist? I know someone who can read minds, and that's who we're going to talk to this week. Let's head over to that interview. Hello, everybody. I'm coming to you live at the base of the Space Needle. Well, the Space Needle in Gatlinburg, that is, which is just as impressive. I'm not sure that I would know because I've never been to the real Space Needle. So, But anyway, I am joined This today... one's better. <laughs> yes, I think so. I'm joined today by, by Eric Dobell. Um, magic, mind reading, and mayhem. Magic, mind reading, and mayhem. People ask me, what's the mayhem for? And I tell them we just needed three M's. <laughs> well, it, it works. It works. The the impossibilities. Now, it's in the Iris Theater. That's where yes. we are in. Yep. And it's tucked back behind an arcade at the base of the Space Needle, which is yes. really interesting. Yeah, I tell people that uh, we're in the possibilities we're at the Gatlinburg Space Needle because otherwise it's it's uh, we're in possibilities we're located at the Iris Theater, which is at the base of the Gatlinburg Space Needle at Traffic Light Eight in downtown Gatlinburg, <laughs> Tennessee. It's a lot of information, so I just say in possibilities at the Space Needle, uh, and they they kind of figure it out. Yeah, well, and and you also have uh, you have a video of how to find this place. Ah, and that's yes. and I watched that. Did that uh, help? It helped tremendously. Oh, good. Then, good. then I was just like, "Oh my gosh! Well, this is—it's just tucked away, but you—I can find it." Yeah. And another, probably a best kept secret. I don't know. Mm-hmm. These—you all have the best bathrooms, I think, in all of Gatlinburg. <laughs> if you don't know, so if you're in the I area, know that, and you need to come. They got those Dyson hand dryers. You can hear a little bit during the show. Well, Did you notice that? <laughs> I was I, when I came in earlier. I went. Is there a restroom? And the the guy said, "Yes, it's in the back by the Irish Theater." It was like, yeah. "Well, okay." So then I went in there and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm like in Dolly Parton's mansion." This is the I, I did not expect the bathrooms like this. I guess it's probably the only proper bathroom too, isn't it? It probably some of the bathrooms. There's sort of um, there's actually a lot of bathrooms in Gatlinburg. I just found this out. My <laughs> wife told me Gatlinburg is bathrooms all over the place, but they're like really well hidden for some reason. <laughs> yes, but there's actually a lot of them all over. But they're just they're they're weird to find. They are. Yeah. And I was definitely f- trying to find one before I came, and yeah. it made perfect sense well, that ours it was right is the here. Best. Exactly. <laughs> so you've got it. Uh, the uh, Gatlinburg Arcade next door. They used to be the Gatlinburg Pinball Museum. Yes. Their bathrooms are extraordinary. You think ah. those are nice? Single room. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good size. You can do some stretches. Oh, do a little bit of yoga. Yes, we're, we're definitely hitting on the mayhem part of all of this right now. Uh, you knew I was going to say that, though, right? Because yeah, yeah, I the, know everything people yes. are going to say before they say it. I just don't uh, reveal that information because I don't want to creep them out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it all started from a tweet. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so, the the reason that I am here. So I got to see uh, Eric and his show Impossibilities tonight and really enjoyed it. Thank I you. really did. It was very entertaining. 
And I know that with the social distancing and everything, the theater yeah. has been cut because you only seat 89 to begin with. Yeah, right? we only seat 89. And uh, at the time of this recording, because of things that are going on that we can't say because you might get demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, but the time of this recording, we are uh, half capacity right now. Okay. We're social distancing the seats. So we're about 40, uh, 48, to maybe less, depending how it pans out. Right. Yeah. And still a good house, though. Like, I yeah. Mean, I mean, coming from a theater person, it's still nice to be able to have people and be able to perform. Yeah. I feel very lucky that we're able to do a show right now. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, what's nice, here's the thing, too. Uh, small theaters, I think, are, like, the best way to go, really, because if we have 12 people in the audience, that feels like a crowd still. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and and the the intimacy, like, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that this theater was this small until I was kind of looking into it, and I, I talked to you about coming down, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, 89, and then you're only, you're doing half. Yeah. But... The, it makes it more intimate. So yeah. I, I almost feel like I get more out of it. Yeah. You know, because there's just mm. that I'm not lost in the crowd. Like, you are you are picking everybody. And Yeah. I ev- think tonight, if I didn't hit every group in the audience, I came real close. Yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of nights where I do. I can actually hit, like, because this is a very interactive show, which I guess right. we'll talk about a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think tonight there was... Uh, yeah, I think there was at least a reference to everybody in the, in the in the every group. Everybody got picked on. Yeah, I mean that really. That's pretty much. <laughs> yeah, everybody everybody <laughs> got their chance at the spotlight. Um, I one of my first questions that I didn't realize it was going to come up, but yeah, how did this theater end up here? How did this end up in this um, spot? Well, uh, I don't know that I know how it originally came here. I think this used to be a pool hall. Okay. Um, you know, in very Vegas-like tradition. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I believe this used to be a pool hall, and then they changed it into a theater. I'm not sure what made them think theater, except for maybe <laughs> they wanted to do... Well, here, I mean, the Arcadia... Right. So here's the thing with the arcade. It is very, like, Vegas feeling in here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, you come in, there's the arcade games, you win all these prizes and stuff, and there's a magic show here. So it does kind of have that that kind of casino feel to it. It's still family friendly and all that, you know. Oh yeah, it's a video game arcade, but but uh, you know, and I I guess putting a show in here has probably just made sense. Um, and the theater's been here for almost ten years, I think. Well, I was going to ask, are you the first one that was here? No, we are the longest running show though. Okay, and I believe we're the most successful right now. Um, but there was a handful of magicians, mentalists, hypnotists. Uh, jugglers, comedians. <laughs> uh, there's actually been a handful of shows that have been in here. So is this kind of a like a starting venue then for for performers? Would this have been like a starting venue and then moving <laughs> until you came along? No. no. Well, I guess I can't <laughs> speak for them, but for me, it took me 15 years. <laughs> 15 years to uh, to get a spot. And be able yeah. to be in show business full time. So I, uh, I'm pretty happy here. <laughs> I, I really, I really enjoy it. Thank I you. really, I, it's just because it's like, it's like a best kept secret, but it's not yeah. Yeah. because you have, I mean, as I'm watching everything, I'm like, people know that this is here. 
they are finding out that yeah, you maybe. know that you're here. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, and you still like tonight, and then and I don't know. There's just something really neat. It's just yeah. and it's unique. There's yeah. something tangible that I can put put my hands on it. Well, here's the thing that's cool too. So this theater, my business partner uh, Chris Robel, built this basically. Okay. Like, uh, this theater was here before, but then when we took over, he came in and he redesigned this whole thing. This looked a lot different. It looked like a pool hall. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in fact, that lobby wasn't even there. He built that lobby, that thing up front. This is this is all him. Uh, but that's one of the things that I really like about it is that you go from being on the strip in Gatlinburg, yeah. walking the street, you go into the arcade, or there's the the games and the busyness, and then you come in here. And his idea was that even though it's a small theater, let's make it feel like a big theater. Yes. And he did that, like the yeah. lights, the yeah. TV screens, uh, the whole the whole setup. Like, yeah. It, it's 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 got a really unique feel to it. It's uh, I it's very impressive. It really is. When I came in, I mean, I'd seen pictures, you know, because you can see pictures yeah. online. But pictures don't do anything justice. I mean, you no. know. <laughs> I, I don't, I, sometimes I don't know if I look better in pictures or worse in pictures. But yeah. I just don't like to look at them. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it just makes it easier. And they also, these are like the most comfortable seats. Oh, thank you. You know, I mean, it, these, are, these are really nice. It's a nice theater. Yeah. So you guys built it now. What brought you to Gatlinburg? I mean, you've been Aha. doing it for 15 years. and yeah. in, during well, we've your... been here four. Um, okay, four. It took me 15 years to get here. <laughs> gotcha. Sorry. So you've yeah. been here four. Yep. You've traveled. I mean, you, you talk, talk about that during your show. I won't mm-hmm. necessarily get into that because that's, um, well, I think this will lead into it. So what, what brought you to Gatlinburg? Why yeah. Gatlinburg? Well, <clears throat> it all started... Uh, when my wife and I got married uh, about seven years ago. It was seven years ago. We just celebrated seven years uh, a few weeks ago, I think. Congratulations. Thank you. A lot of that tonight, too, <laughs> in the show. A lot of honeymooners. Um, I, we were living in North Carolina. She was a teacher, and I was a magician that was not working. I could not book shows. So we decided that we will leave the country. <laughs> oh, wow. She always wanted to teach in uh, South Korea. So we're like, okay. well, let's go to South Korea. So we got married. She signed the contract. As soon as the ink dries, I get a gig to do a pilot for a TV show, real TV show for real money. Wow. So it was an incredible experience. I shot the first uh, half of an episode, and, they're, and they had to kind of do some stuff, and then I was going to come back. So I went to Korea for about a month, I think it was. I came back, and as soon as I landed, I got the call that said, all the pilots been canceled, (laughs) as they often are. So I'm in North Carolina. My wife's in another country. I'm broke. I have no work. That's when my friend Chris Chris calls. Chris has been doing a a two-person magic show for a while. Mm -hmm. So he gives me a call, and he's like, do you want to do the show? You got nothing else going on. Uh, so that we did, we put together impossibilities in about a week. <laughs> it was a sleepless week, uh, but we came up with the name. We made sure other people weren't using it. That's important. If anybody's listening, make sure sometimes I think people take names because other people are using yes. it. Copyright. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we put together the website, the name, um, we figured out how we were going to do the show, structured it and, uh, started booking theaters in North Carolina. Uh, we toured two summers with the show, me going back and forth to Korea and then coming here to do the shows. Wow. Um, they went really well. And then we were saying we should probably find some kind of residency somewhere. So one of the trips back from uh, South Korea, I stayed with my wife's parents near the Asheville area. 
And I saw that there was a mentalism show here at the Space Needle. Mm-hmm. So I called to get tickets. Mentalists are actually pretty rare. So I called to get tickets. I'm like, oh, I'll check this guy out. It's only a couple hours away. And the guy that picked up the phone said, sorry, the mentalism show closed. <laughs> and I said, really? Oh. Do they want another one? <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing I know, we're, we're talking with the owners of the Space Needle. Really nice guys. We met them in Johnson City. We sat down, hammered some stuff out, and we opened in March of 2016. Wow. And that's how we ended up here. <laughs> that, is, that is really cool. Wild, that's right? Cool. Yeah. So uh, two years of trying to almost like, well, how long is it? You know, what's going to happen next? And then. Yeah, I wasn't really even sure um, because, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to continue doing shows or just live in South Korea. Yeah. And then this happened and I'm like, I guess we're doing this. (laughs) That. Wow. That is something now. And I know that you um, you all have listed that you, you know, America's Got Talent. Chris was on that, yeah. Okay. So it's actually a solo show right now. I should mention that, too. It's just me. Chris got hurt uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, gosh. Uh, he had a leg injury. and it was. I'm not going to go into the details, but, yeah, he can't move around. He, he can move around okay, but not well enough to do a show. So I've been uh, running solo for a little while now. But when we opened the show, we were combining accolades. <laughs> well, I, but he was the one that was on there something like 10 years ago, I think. Okay. Back when they hated magicians. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> everything goes through a phase. They hate something that, you know, they have to pick. Yeah. You can't oh, I've ha- noticed like there's everything. a lot less hate with that show now, <laughs> just in general. Yes. Because it used yeah. to be, let's just get people on here and make fun of them. And now it seems like they're, they're doing that a lot less. I think society changed a lot they, since yeah, when that they, show it, came it out. It really changed. It was like two seasons ago that I just loved. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was, but I, I was like, I can't believe that I haven't been watching this. Because I watched it when it first came yeah. on, and then I went, it was like that. I was like, is this what is, like yeah, what is the point of this? Really high-scale bullying yeah, is what it was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, how much do you get paid to do that? So, I, But I did want to mention, um, yeah. touch on the, the solo part. Because I wanted to ask you. Sure. When I got here, you were the one doing the tickets. Yes. You were getting everybody <laughs> seated. You came on out and you had the lights going. You yep. are doing the sound. Isn't All of the that... 21st century great? <laughs> are we in the 22nd? Ah, who cares? I forget sometimes. Point. I don't know. It's 2020. <laughs> I can't keep track of what It's what 2020? Yesterday. All right. <laughs> we're living in the future, isn't we're, it great? We're still in 2020. <laughs> uh, but that... I don't know. There's something I don't think I can put in words yeah. like watching you. I don't know if anybody else was noticing that, but you were doing it all. Yes. And that speaks <laughs> some audiences noticed. Well, what'll happen is uh the music hits and they announce my name and then I come out and people there will be some people giggling and I'll turn to them <laughs> and be like, "You're laughing because I was the guy checking <laughs> in at the door." <laughs> Cuz they didn't know. And then <laughs> well, but but that's that's still part of I don't know there's the, it almost adds to something to it too that I like it that it's all yeah there's two schools of thought on, thought on that there's there's been some magicians that have come to the show and they're like you have to get somebody to take people to their seats because you're supposed to be the star and you uh-huh. got to be backstage they don't see you till you come out on stage and all that um, I've just never done it that way I've always kind of felt like uh, and I think this this is the world we live in now with social media and all mm-hmm. that these people are. Um, you know, like, I can just tweet Seth MacFarlane and be like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> right. He doesn't have to say hey back, but, like, you, you have access to people now. So the world's changed like that. But I never saw myself as, like, the star, though. You know, like, that might work for 
Copperfield and people that look like Copperfield. Right, right. <laughs> but for me, I, I don't know. I like, I do this because I like magic. I like performing and I also like people, you know, and I get to interact with people. Right. And uh, I, I like it. I like taking people to their seats and, uh, it's and, a whole, I mean, you talk about an immersive experience because you yeah. get, you know, from the beginning. And especially if people don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they see that. Oh well, okay. Here's this guy getting us, uh, telling us where to sit. And Sometimes then, they have low expectations too because of this, and that's that's not a bad thing because yeah. if they have low expectations, then you can uh, exceed them. You've got a long yeah. Uh, the bar has been set low. You can definitely impress. Oh yes. big time, big time. Uh, but and I know I had talked said something to you about like my the small business because right now yeah. with everything. I mean, everybody knows small businesses are struggling. One yes. thing that, that kind of got me at the end of the show was the um, Fanny, oh my gosh. Sweet, Sweet Fanny Adams. Sweet Fanny Adams yes. closing after 44 years. Yeah, yeah. And it's something, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you go, hey, I have this, I feel like I should go do this. Or maybe I should go yeah. here and go say hi to somebody and something. And yeah. then guess what? They're gone, They're and gone. you never get to talk to them. And you're like, man, why did I do that? Yeah. And I've been down here my whole life, Gatlinburg. I've yeah. always wanted to see that. Yeah, I've see always passed by it. Yep. You know, I've always passed by it. And so, and then this time, my we were driving up here uh, this trip, and I was pointing out to my son. I was yeah. like, hey, look. The, yeah, not that he's going to remember. He's just three. But it's still like. <laughs> the perfect I, age for vaudeville. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> I've been looking at it, and I'm yeah. like, well, this has been here so long. Obviously, it's still going to stay. And then Eric yeah. broke the news tonight. But do you consider yourself a small business? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think we're tiny. <laughs> I mean, and that's and I don't mean that by any by any. Mean no, thing. no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, I don't think about it a lot because um, well, because it's a magic show. I think of myself as like a performance artist, yeah. but it is a business and we're 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 on the small end of it. Yeah. So. And you have to run things. But what I've been telling people is there is nothing small about a small business because no. that is your livelihood. You yeah. Know, there's well, that. Also, it's like what kind of a world, you know, I mean, it, I get kind of worried sometimes with uh, Walmart just swallowing everything up. <laughs> and like and now they're doing grocery stores. Mm-hmm. So now it's like we're losing uh, local grocery stores. Yeah. And uh, and restaurants, it bothers me. Because it's like, I, I don't want to eat at the chain. You know, like, I go out to, like, a place I've never been to. I don't have a problem with chain restaurants, but, like, if I go to a place I've never been to before, I want to go see, you know, I want to go to the dangerous part of town. Yeah. <laughs> try, try what kind of food they have. Right. Because that's the real feel of the town. Yeah. When and, you go to, to a place like yeah. that. And yeah. And if everything's just the same, I mean, that's, that's I always thought was the important thing about small business is that, you know, big business is fine and it's fine to have a Walmart yes. in every town and stuff. Yeah. But there's so many towns you go to where it's just like there's a certain part of town you go there. There's the Target across the streets, the Walgreens, and then there's a Walmart over here. And it's like it's set up exactly the same way in every yeah. town. <laughs> and it really bums me out sometimes when I think about it. Yeah. yeah it's it's um. So, yeah, small businesses are extremely important. Uh, I think just for that reason, just, I guess, culture. I don't know. It's it's something I've thought about a lot, but I guess I've never really expressed it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and, and I don't mean, I mean, I bring it up because I don't mean to sound insulting or anything. Yeah. But it is very important 
you know, that is your livelihood. Yeah. And it's easy to overlook things like this. And I think now this year, I've always been a, a supporter of small businesses, but I haven't been a supporter of yeah. small business. Like, there's a difference that I feel like I has, like, been awakened in me yeah. of going, okay, well, I want those places to stay. Like, I want, Fan, yeah. you know, Sweet Fanny Adams to stay. I never went to them. Yeah. So how much of that was I actually trying to show, you know, by yeah. like, so now this year I'm, I'm like, okay, I am going to these places because I really do want them to stay. I want you yeah. to be able to stay in Gatlinburg or, hey, if things go super well, you guys pack up and move and you start going somewhere else. Maybe yeah. you get a bigger theater. I don't know if that's a dream or anything. But and when we're super rich and famous, you can be like, I liked them better when I, they were underground. <laughs> when they were just a little brick and mortar. Yeah. But I, now I follow you on social media. Uh-huh. And Thank I, you, by the way. Yeah. You're, you're the guy. I can, <laughs> I'm the whole one. You're the one guy. I appreciate it. But I do. I see you, too, because you do a lot in the Gatlinburg area. I try to, yeah. And I don't know. I, granted, I don't know. You know, like I'm not familiar with your audience. I'm not. Uh, I'm not around a whole lot with with your group or anything, yeah. or in the theater. But I think that means a whole lot. So why is it that you are going around, and because go, you go, yeah. you go to local businesses. You go to. I mean, you are not just. It's not just Eric Dobell. Hey, it's me. It's my show. Yeah. If you don't follow Eric, follow Eric and Impossibilities because. He goes around to the local places and helps support them. And I, that means a lot to me Thank as you. an outsider. So I wanted to let you know that. But I wanted to know, why do you do that? Because you could yeah. you use your own platform yeah. to do it. There's, there's a few reasons for it. One of them is that I, the whole uh, the rising tides uh, rises all ships or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> I can picture it in my head. But... Uh, <laughs> I do think that's true. I think if you're part of a community, then, you know, you 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 interconnect, you know, you work with each other to kind of get the word out. Um, Another reason is that, you know, when it comes to social media and stuff, I I mean, from the very beginning, I'm like, this is great. This is what we'll do. We'll go around. We'll we'll take pictures of mountains. We'll go to businesses. That was the plan right from the very beginning, because how boring would it be for us to just talk about us all the time on our social media pages, which a lot of people do. Yeah, <laughs> and some people are interesting enough to carry it off, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, we're like, oh, I had another show tonight. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, um, you know, but also by doing that, we are attracting people that uh, maybe they're not looking for a magic show, but they're just looking at Gatlinburg stuff. Yeah, and then they see that we posted it, and then they go, oh, there's a magic show in Gatlinburg. You know, so right. I just think it's smart marketing to do it that way. Um, you know, and, and that's just it. I think, like, you just give. <laughs> well, and you, know, it's, you, you help other people, and it, 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 because uh, it the, helps. Yeah, they end up helping you, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, because they see the place. You know where a lot of my social media philosophy comes from? Uh, this is a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> Have you heard of him? I think so. Yeah, just follow him on Twitter. He does basically what he does, I do, but with Gatlinburg. Okay. With far less followers. <laughs> <laughs> and he explains it better than I do, too. But, yeah, you don't want to be talking about yourself nope. all the time. It cannot be the me game. The me game no. gets no. old really fast. Yeah. Really fast. And even, like, I mean, if I circle around, I could say that's exactly how your show is. 
Your show is not oh, about yeah. you. No, it's really yeah. That's a good point. I guess I've never thought about that, but yeah, it's it's it really is um, the audience. I mean, I like yeah. it, like everything that you do in the show is about the audience. It's not about yeah. you. It, it, it you know. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I I didn't think about it that way. I'm kind of doing the same thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is I did not know that magic was not supposed to be done that way. <laughs> because <laughs> when i was reading magic books i thought it was like this completely because i got into it late uh and i hadn't really seen magicians before so i was learning from books and i thought oh it was just like you just bring people up for tricks through all the, the whole show yeah it's all audience participation and then i go to magic shows now and it's like they'll have like one person on stage for one trick for like three minutes and yeah. the rest of the show is just them and they're good shows but i'm just like huh <laughs> <laughs> but that well, and that's that's still the importance of the intimacy of your theater. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get to just uh, yet yeah, touch everyone. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, yeah, because you're able to. I think you can instill more memories here in this theater of 89 yeah. people than maybe you would in a theater of 500 or even 5,000. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's difficult to passively watch the show here. Yeah. Especially when I'm bouncing all over the place. Because you don't know when I'm going to come to you. <laughs> oh, uh, and I, I promise you, I sat there, like, every single time that you were calling on people, I was like, oh, my gosh, I really hope he doesn't Oh, me. what was your wish? I was really... it something embarrassing? <laughs> no, actually, my wish was about a job. That's what my wish was ah, for. So yes. I, <laughs> but you that, already knew that. that this, kind of, this part of the conversation will make more sense if you come to the show, <laughs> which I highly suggest you do. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, it was very fun. Since we're talking about wishes, yeah. and we did that, what would be a wish mm. for you? Uh, but we'll do it business-wise. Let's do business wish. Ah. I honestly just want to make enough money to be comfortable doing, doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Because money's not everything. Happiness is a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, you but can't if you live have off money. Because, of <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, it took 15 years for me to get to this theater, to yeah. get to a spot of my own. In those 15 years, I worked, uh, I went long stretches of time without being able to find work doing shows. I did uh, retail jobs, mm. uh, did a lot of jobs. Uh, sometimes I was working three jobs at the same time yep. uh, just to keep my head above water. So I'd like to not have to do that again. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I don't need much. I got an <laughs> iPhone and a soda stream, so I feel pretty rich, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, but that's, that's really it. I just want to, I want to keep getting the word out, of course. Right. Um, you know, I'd like to be like one of the attractions here in the Smokies for people to come to. Uh, and I guess with that would also come, you know, money, of course, because people right. pay to come see the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you ever hoping of expanding uh, this? That, I guess, would up to be up to the owners of the Space Needle. We're not now. Um, this has been a weird year for us. Uh, the year before when we were full capacity, we would sell out a handful of times a year, but okay. it wasn't crazy. Um, you know, and this year we're selling out every night, but we're half capacity, so it's cheating. Right. Uh, <laughs> but it kind of feels like we had a tilt this year where people finally started to figure out we were here. It was a weird year for that to happen. Yeah. But 
Um, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't know if we would know for a while because of everything that's going on right now. It's hard to, yeah, it's, it's hard to see past yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose there might be a possibility they might want to expand this. It, it would really be uh, up to them, I think. Yeah. We'd have I don't, to talk to them it's about one it. of those, like, a fine line for me that I feel like if the expansion, are you going to lose your intimacy? Because, you know, like, what do you end up losing? There, yeah, there is that element something. to it, especially with a show like this. And I've done this show for, I think the biggest audience was, I think it was like 800 people. Wow. It was at a college. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they had a pack, too, because they, they, just, they just put all the college kids in there. Yeah. So I've done the show for larger audiences, but I do enjoy doing it for smaller audiences. I really do, because, like, well, like you mentioned, you can just that intimacy thing you know i can because sometimes i feel bad too (laughs) like when we're like really packed and like somebody comes up with their son after the show and they're like he really wanted to come up on stage tonight and like (laughs) you know so i do i feel bad sometimes but i can't get everybody right well yeah so there's some there's some fancy stuff i'd like to do in here with lights and stuff but what is your favorite trick or mind trick that you do during your show, ah, even if you didn't do it tonight, I thought you were going to ask me what other magicians do because that's an easy one. That's an easy one. I can tell you that if you care. Uh, the my my favorite trick that I do is the uh, the wish routine that you saw, where people were uh, they had wishes and I reveal them. That is a variation of something called the Q and A routine, which is. Uh, Something that uh, one of my heroes, Dunninger, the mentalist, was very well known for. And I, I believe it's the holy grail of mentalism. Ah. Uh, I love Q&A and everything about it. And uh, I'd say that's probably the one for me. And what's really nice about that, too, is that it's different every night. It's very yeah. improvisational. I never know what people are going to be. That kid wanted a python. <laughs> and his name was Kane. <laughs> You never know. You never know what people are going to be. My favorite one, while I'm on the topic, you watch Marvel movies? Yeah. My favorite one was somebody wrote on the slip, less people, and they signed it Thanos. (laughs) (laughs) So I just, yeah, that's that's the one I like the most. That's the one I could do every day until the end of time. How do you... How do you get down to the answer of that? I don't know if you can give that. That's away. a good question. I just, yeah, I don't know how you do because I'm, I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm like, how does he do that? That is, uh, but that's the fun part. That's yeah, the whole. Unfortunately, fun part I can't divulge any secrets. Oh like no, that. no, don't give them to me. Don't because I don't. <laughs> I don't need to start knowing people's answers. So don't. <laughs> Let me tell you my favorite trick magicians do yeah. that I don't do. Yes. And you guys can find this on YouTube. Just look for magicians doing this trick. It looks like something from the Bible. It's unbelievable. It's called Coins Across. Just watch somebody doing the trick called Coins Across. Coins Across. There's like a million different ways of doing it, and I never get tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> All it is is like you have coins in this hand, you, you make them go into this hand. Oh, the coin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. You, yeah. It's the craziest. Yeah. I, I could watch that all day. <laughs> Try, trying to hide. I, I've never been any good with magic or anything like that, so that's why I enjoy it. So much because I'm just like I can't do any of this. I, 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 I the smallest things will surprise me that are probably not magic, and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at that. So, oh yeah. I, now my favorite probably is the um, one of the near one of the last ones with the yeah. the blank deck of cards, guessing the oh the, the celebrities. Cutting. Yes, yeah. The who silhouette. was that tonight? Yeah, tonight was Marilyn Monroe. That's right, Marilyn Monroe. Boy, this audience really liked Marilyn Monroe. By the way, yeah. 
the reaction to that is like, oh, that's my girl. I heard from somebody. <laughs> in the it was that that one is very impressive, and yeah, I've seen I, I've seen that a couple of times. I think online that people have posted. Yeah, that is that is a uh, that is a classic in the world of mentalism, and I believe somebody actually did it on a TV show. Uh, okay. but that trick is about a hundred years old now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that's one that I'm just like. Okay, again, I don't, all right, I don't know how it happens, yeah. but it's pretty good. It's pretty impressive. It's about 100 years old. Now they think about it, it's one of the newer tricks that I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I make it fresh. <laughs> well, you know, everything has a cycle, though, right? So you have to. Yeah, well, if you want to do, um, I think this is true with uh, music, too. I listen to a lot of, uh, I really like Bob Dylan. Mm. I like all the folk music and all that other stuff. And yeah. I, I see a lot of parallels with that, where if uh, you want to do something new, just find something old and tweak it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because people aren't doing it anymore. I mean, you, uh, there's, there's a lot of magicians. Uh, you'll go to their show and... Like, you can go to three different magic shows and see three different magicians do the same show three times. Yeah. The same tricks, same order, same jokes. But if you dig back into some of these old books, and there's a countless number of old magic books, you just kind of thumb through them. You can find some really crazy stuff. That first trick I do with the uh, the card in the imagination. Yeah. I mean, nobody's doing that. <laughs> You know, I just found it in a dusty old book one day, and I'm like, well. <laughs> well, and I, I, in some ways, we try to outdo ourselves yeah. like by, you know, recreating the wheel. But why do you have to recreate the wheel? You yeah, just, no, I mean, yeah, I... Uh, you just paint it different color. Yeah, I guess that's what Dylan does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do my own presentations, Oz, but as far as the tricks go, yeah, yeah. I just kind of... I figured if it's good enough for this guy, it's probably good enough for me. <laughs> I do tweak some things here and there, but yeah. How, how can people find you? Yes. Uh, you can go to iristheater.com. We'll take, us to our, take you to our webpage. Uh, that's the general information site. We can learn more about the show. You can buy tickets, check out our blog, uh, check out some of our other videos. Uh, please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We just got monetized. Ah. Yes, yes. We're making like 3 or $4 a month. It's yeah. great. <laughs> but yeah, check out our YouTube channel, especially if you like the Smokies. Because like he said, we do a lot of videos uh, about the Smokies. Uh, list videos of different things to do in the area. Uh, we haven't done a contest in a while, uh, but we, we do do contests. We're probably going to start doing those more next year, I think. Yeah. Uh, but we do contests for giveaways, for tickets to the show, tickets to other areas, uh, attractions in the area. Uh, magic videos, clips from the show, funny things that happened. Uh, check us out online. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, uh, TikTok. Yeah, we're on all of them. I just closed down our MySpace. <laughs> it was a lot of maintenance and not a lot of – we weren't getting a lot of interaction on there. One person every two years, probably? One per- yeah, about <laughs> – and then I would have to contact them to try and get some interaction on the page. <laughs> uh, now, you mentioned about the, uh, your tricks on, uh, on your YouTube. And that yes. was another thing I wanted to, to, to mention. If you haven't watched their YouTube, if you haven't watched the Impossibilities YouTube, you guys also, you, point, you make fun of yourself. <laughs> it's easy to do. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, you'll, you will even post a video of one of the, of the things that doesn't go right. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I, if and, it's funny, yeah. if it's funny and it doesn't expose the trick, yeah, I will yeah. post a humiliating video and of I, myself. And I really like that. I think that's, 
there's just something really cool about that. Oh, it's making, I mean, every, you just have to laugh at yourself sometimes. I actually need to go back that ring. Funny enough, a lot of these videos are me doing the linking rings. i got to go back and see that video tonight and see if that's funny. Uh, <laughs> there was, I, that was really wild what happened there for yes, a moment. Yeah. So be on the lookout for, for a video. Of the rings and see what happened. We'll... <laughs> yeah, they got a, they got a little away from me at one point. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, you know we're just trying to entertain people with the yep. page. We're trying to inform them with stuff that's going on in Gatlinburg, and then entertain them with fun fun little magic clips. And if those fun magic clips are again me falling flat on my face, <laughs> then I'll go ahead and post it. <laughs> well, go ahead because you never know. You never know what it's going to bring anyway, right? Yeah, we don't know what tomorrow brings. <laughs> oh. I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you coming by and, and uh, doing this interview. Well, I really appreciate And I, now I don't live in Gatlinburg, but I know yeah. that they appreciate for what, what you do for them in this area. So thank you. For them, I'll say thank you because it's keeping me from coming or it keeps me coming. You know, <laughs> I'll let them know you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let them know. <laughs> uh, he said thank you to yeah. me. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I tried to get Eric to read my mind, but he said there was nothing there to read. Get it? No, he didn't really say that, but he was probably thinking it. Oh, wait. One more thing I think the kids want to say. Be sure to subscribe. Oh, yes. Be sure to subscribe. And if you or someone you know wants to come on the podcast, let me know. Send me an email, snapshotsmadeyesterday at gmail.com. Have you seen Eric at Impossibilities in Gatlinburg? Let me know. Be sure to connect with me on Twitter at SnapshotsMade, on Instagram and Facebook at SnapshotsMadeYesterday. And remember, those snapshots made yesterday are the memories for tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Yeah, man, man, man. <laughs>